This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Everybody has something we wish we could tell our younger self. What would you say to yours? On Dear Younger Me, we will be having conversations with people from an array of communities and contexts about what they wish they could say to their younger self. This is Dear Younger Me with Ashley on ORFM Dunedin's Youth Zone, a letter to our younger selves. guys, this is Ashley from Otago Access Radio's Wonderful Youth Zone. Um, so today we're doing this for purely Zoom um, and I can't wait to jump into this. Um, so if you guys have just randomly tuned in and this is your first time listening to Otago Access Radio's Youth Zone, welcome. Um, this is Dear Younger Me and you can check out plenty of podcasts throughout the Otago Access Radio's website which is www.oar.org.nz. And there's plenty of people just like me. Um, yeah, so welcome. Uh, a little bit different, I think, for me. I definitely do prefer being in studio. And just with lockdown being a big barrier, it's just one of those things. So, hey, be adaptable, people. And, yeah, so it's pretty all good. Uh, so today on the show, we have the wonderful Harriet. Um, so she's absolutely amazing. It was just such a cool chat to uh, really get into. So I can't, can't wait at all so i hope you guys really enjoy this and um yeah so i will catch you guys at the end of this You can still love me. You need 
being on the show um harriet um welcome to dear younger me and thank you um, for having me yeah, yeah it's quite different because i'm um, with zoom um so i know i've just uh, basically talked with um the, the my listeners on the show and just around that sort of stuff with covid um we kind of guests in the, in the studio which is just so crazy so mm-hmm. i hope this is great uh for everyone listening today and again um the wi-fi gods are great to us today. yes It'll of course fantastic. most importantly all hail the wi-fi gods for sure <laughs> so harriet um, what are you doing today? so tell us a little bit about yourself um love uh, to hear it. yeah right so um so yeah i'm harriet and i'm um i guess reasonably well known here in dunedin for a number of things actually like I um I'm a stand-up comedian and I'm also have performed in many 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 of the um significant local music theatre productions over the years so I often get um stopped in the street for for that you know because people recognize me from the stage um but I'm also a wedding celebrant and a funeral celebrant um and I also have a hospitality day job three days a week at Buster Greens. Um, and probably overarching all of that, um, I'm a mum of two, I'm a solo mum of two lovely, um, lovely, formidable young women, young girls. Yeah. Um, I write, I've got a blog in the, or like a column in the star, you might have seen it once once a month. Um, and yeah, just a bit of a, bit of a chatterbox about town. Yeah. Awesome as. So is this um so how I guess like so what are some of the um have you been oh, I'm trying to sort of figure out how to word this, but um so have you always been doing this? Um No. No, and it is a it's kind of an eclectic mix of things, but they're not really. Like they all relate to each other. Um and I kind of feel like the overarching aspect of my performing life is that I am a, a storyteller and that that's um that's often how I describe what I do. Um, and I guess if you think about ha- have I always been telling stories, well, yes, I have. Um, but if you go peel it right back, well, all I ever wanted to be as a young girl and as a, um, all through my teens and into my 20s was actually a classical opera singer. So I, I was so obsessed with it. I studied, um, I've got... A Bachelor of Music from Auckland University in Performance Voice. I've got a postgraduate diploma in opera from the Queensland Conservatorium. Um, and obviously that was all about storytelling 
as well. But that was very much my focus from a very young age. It's all I ever wanted to do. And that was, I was very clear that that was the pathway that I was on. But um, life, life has a funny way of um, getting in the way sometimes and, and thing, bits and pieces happened. Um, and in my mid to late 20s, I kind of gave up the idea of achieving of doing that I recognized that it wasn't there are a number of factors but I recognized that I didn't have probably the discipline that it takes to be able to have a career as a like properly have a career as a as a classical musician um and through my late 20s and 30s I owned a retail store here in Dunedin or I co-owned a retail store here in Dunedin a children's and baby store or owned that for 11 years um yeah because when I was at university and stuff I used to nanny a lot and I also used to work at the pumpkin patch um and so my yeah I just sort of alongside the singing kind of developed these retail customer facing skills specifically dealing with kids and babies and um, so yeah, kind of random. <laughs> it's yeah, but a lot cool, though, because um, yeah. yeah, like um, I I guess for like one of the things that I do throughout these shows, I often uh, relate to a lot of these contexts as well. Like I know that a lot of us younger people, and I know for me as a young person uh, in the past, I had a really fixed idea um, of what I wanted to do, and mm. I think my schools would be like, ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> because I was just completely out there like this is what I want to do I'm going to achieve it in five years and I'm going to do that so show me where the people are (laughs) yeah I know and it's funny how the reality of the idea of something versus the reality of it or um, I mean there's lots of things that can deviate you from your chosen path and sometimes it's literally just circumstances that conspire against you and sometimes it is that you delve in and you're like ah oh, actually <laughs> turns out this isn't the right thing for me um, oh, and I think it's very normal and very natural to evolve through a multitude of careers mm-hmm. particularly um, if you are the person who um, is the primary caregiver of, of your children and, you know, like naturally maybe step away from the workforce for a while and, and re-enter in a different way or, yeah, it's pretty cool that we live at a time that that's actually all very achievable and normal, normalised. It's great. Because we like, change so much, yeah, and our yeah. passions and interests change and, yeah. And I think there's a lot of us um, are scared of change. Or we can see change as a form of failure when it's not. Mm. And that, like when it's no longer serving us, it's actually causing more of a negative impact on us. Oh, look, that you, yeah, yeah, you've absolutely nailed that. That was so, as someone who was studying singing and classical singing and was so determined that it was what I was always, 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 always going to do, when all of that started to kind of fall apart, I was so, um, the I was I was at the point where I was like I, I am ready to stop pursuing this but I really struggled to be like but what well one the ideas of like wow what a waste of the last however many years or whatever mm. um time money resources whatever but also like I was so stuck on what could I what what else could there possibly be for me on the other side of that that's going to be as 
interesting and fulfilling and um, special and unique and, you know, like. Um, Definitely. Yeah, and I, I, I struggled to let go of it mostly for that reason. Like that was that was the hardest bit of letting go. And um, I guess that is something I would definitely say to my younger self is, is um, learning to lean into those difficult decisions um, and it's such a cliche, but like the trusting the process idea of like you don't actually always have to have the other, all the answers. You won't always have the answers of what's on the other side of the door. Like it's impossible to know. You can imagine millions of different scenarios, but until you actually open that door, the you just have no idea what lies ahead. And certainly at 20, 25, even 30, if someone had told me I was going to be officiating funerals at 43, I just would have been like, nah, I'm pretty sure that's not what I'm going to be doing. Um, comedian maybe, but but yeah, so, and here we are. So that mm. point where I guess where you saw that it was not serving you anymore, um, how how was that process and how, um, how did you walk yourself through that as well because I know some of us young people can uh struggle with that um yeah well I, and understandably it, it was it was very long and it was really really painful and um I still feel like I have um work to do on processing what happened all around that at the time but then of course like um practically decisions had to be made about how I was going to earn a living effective immediately kind of thing. So you kind of just bustle on with the to-do list. And, um, but it did, it did take a long time to really be able to, to let go. And um, I probably retrospectively now think, Oh God, I wish I'd done it sooner. And actually to be fair, I it was a pretty similar journey with the retail store as well by the time that came to an end it was really um we were really in a bad way by the end of of the business and and um I very much only narrowly escaped bankruptcy out of that whole fiasco um and same thing again like retrospectively we it wasn't serving us for quite a long time and we probably should have let it go sooner, but there was that whole fear about like, but what's on the other side of the door or like how, you know, how do you, yeah. And I guess that all ties up with um, something that I've definitely figured out that I've learned to get better at is um, it's better to take imperfect action than to not take action at all. Like we all get paralyzed by the idea of doing things or having a plan and sticking with it or it's going to go this way or just whatever and um, actually just making one small move in a direction or in a different direction, um, just one little little chip away at what could be on the other side and, and, yeah, just make the inquiries or have the conversations and, yeah, I always find it. Um, those experiences haven't entirely been for nothing as well. Because I think like at the end of the day, at those points, you think, oh, it's such a waste and things like that. But then 
it actually still serves quite a lot, even when we do change. Well, I do, because even yeah. the, like the hardships and, you know, that is what, it, I mean, look, so we are, you know, I think rom-coms have a lot to answer for. And I think that um, fairy tales and, you know, we're sold, <laughs> we're sold an absolute lie from the minute we're born. Mm-hmm. Um, about what our lives should look like and the pathway that we should take and what roles we have um, as men and women or or whoever, people on this earth. And, um, you know, I think that you've got to, you've got to realise, the earlier you can realise, the better that actually there's, you, you don't, it, it's entirely up to you how you want to, what sort of a life you want to create or all the pathways that you want to take. Um, I've kind of lost my train of thought because what was your question? Sorry, when I do this. <laughs> um, I actually can't remember as well. Oh, no, I, yeah, oh my gosh, that's fabulous. I know, I'm such a, I am a rambler. I did warn you. I did warn you that I would. It's great. It's not rambling. <laughs> You're great information and it's just awesome. And it's somebody's experience. And that is something that is truly, it's, it's, it's incredible. And it's something that can be treated. And well, I think also the thing about like, there are no, um, you know, learning along the way that there are no wrong decisions as well. Like, well, that nothing, you know, nothing's, if you make a decision and it doesn't work out, you, you can change, you can change it. You can move in a different direction. Yeah, I mean, and like, of course, all of that, there are limitations to all of that. Of course, there are. There's everyday stuff that gets in the way. We can't all swan around doing whatever we like, whenever we like. But, um, but yeah, just certainly um, leaning into, yeah, what your instincts are trying to tell you about what you're doing. And, yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm waffling. Sorry. <laughs> What's Something about? that's absolutely... Um, to go through with those experiences and just how much they influence us in the future is something that I think a lot of us don't realize because I know for me mm. like when there was a lot of things that I faced and I thought that yes they were no longer serving me and then I pivoted because there's this really great concept in like the term like pivoting like um mm. I study entrepreneurship at University of Otago so but also like through um leadership US degree we talked so much about pivoting and it's something that term can be taken from those using our everyday life is that we are pivoting to ensure that our needs are met um and to make sure that we keep going sustainably um well as a business term it can be applied as more also a holistic term as well like yeah yes absolutely absolutely and I mean nothing is ever wasted so I mean, I've, I certainly, um, you know, part of my comedy and stuff, I'm quite self-deprecating about some of the catastrophes that have <laughs> occurred along the way. Um, but, you know, there's a quote, uh, Mark Twain quoted that um, comedy is trauma plus time, mm-hmm. which I think, is, <laughs> you know, it's really important for us to be able to laugh at these things. And sometimes I think, well, if I wasn't laughing, I'd do, certainly be, in a corner 
um, crying. <laughs> so, so we have to laugh, right? We have to see the funny side of it. And, um, and I, it's just like, also, I think that it's not always obvious how some of these difficult times or difficult circumstances um, will serve us in the future. Yeah. Sometimes it's not, it's not, it might not be obvious for 20 years or 30 years, but I do feel like things generally do come around. And sometimes you have that moment where you're like, ah, oh, that's why I went through that. It was to prepare me for this. Definitely. And a great deal of distance and time might have happened in between. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's just important actually keeping that in mind that that wasn't all for nothing. And at one point yeah. in our lives, it was actually highly relevant to us. It served yeah. us. Yeah. It made us who we were. So yeah. me, when I constantly face that frustration myself as um, a person that's quite ambitious or has a goal um, or is in a really competitive area, there's other people that have that similar goal. As I constantly, always when I face that sort of form of rejection on things, I always go back to that 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 served me. I wouldn't be yeah. who I am if it wasn't for that at this yeah. point. Yeah. What well, exactly? Yeah. And I don't I don't know if I necessarily um subscribe to the whole like everything happens for a reason. Yeah. You know, like because there are some really shit things that happen yeah. to people. Um but I do, yeah, I think that if you can keep an open mind about what you what you learn from things, yeah. I think yeah, I also do. taking the time also to acknowledge any feelings where you've been triggered um, that hurt as well because it's pretty much it's a part of us, that passion. Yeah, I that think yeah, the human, definitely the human experience is... I and mean, we're also sold a lie these days in terms of the influence of social media and everything about everyone's happy and yeah. you know um, and it's life that's that isn't life. Life is life is not life is there are huge highs and huge lows and um, the learning to have the grace to allow the time. To trust in time is has been a really big lesson along the way. Like just that whole "this too shall pass" kind of thing, or and so yeah. all those excruciating experiences you have that are either deeply embarrassing or or traumatic or sad or um, painful. Um, like the one thing you can be sure of is the passage of time. And time does heal. Listen to me just rolling out all the cliches. It's amazing. I should start a T-shirt business. Um, <laughs> or, or Hallmark cards or something. But it's just, it is, like, that is something that I've just really kind of been sinking my teeth into lately because I've been, yeah. my we family, we've been going through something quite difficult over the last 18 months and just trusting in time. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Yeah, because I know for me, like, I always, when I have a lot of young people or people coming to me, sort of having clarity around those really particular times that are quite challenging for people is just to be like, it, it literally comes down to just taking one step at a time. Or, yeah. you know, it's just that sort of thing. It's a phase. Um, it's something that you just got to 
go with um and as long as we have that time to or it's hard because some of us are not privileged to have that time Time, to actually take time yeah yeah yeah, it's not even necessarily taking time out or whatever it's just trusting that whatever those feelings are that are so huge in a moment like those feelings will change over time they will diminish over time yeah um I think that's what um but but also so if you don't have the time to to take time out to be in those feelings it's also just let just let those feelings be like they totally have a place they're yeah. all part of the human experience it's, it's totally normal to be angry or sad or disappointed or frustrated or embarrassed those are all totally normal human feelings and that you've just got to let them let them be Definitely, because I think a lot of us tend to try and push them away into this, like, dark box (laughs) within the back of our mind. And um, it can, yeah, result in a lot of um, hate towards yourself or things like that or just the whole circumstances in general as well. And even some of the great circumstances, like some of the things that will be enjoyable, and they can get swallowed. Um, Yeah, Mm. I can't agree more with having those feelings just letting them be um yeah. and just even just acknowledging them yeah yeah, yeah. and as difficult as it is to sit in them sometimes it, it yeah it is important yeah yeah so going mm. like towards those uh experiences and stuff is there any sort of um areas where some of those experiences as a young person who is so passionate has influenced your life up until now um or it's just like those golden uh, nugget moments, essentially. Yeah, yeah, like um I don't know about golden nugget moments. <laughs> um, so I wouldn't call the moments I've had golden nuggets, so it's maybe like poo brown nuggets. <laughs> um be a better way of describing them. Um I just yeah, like I guess having had I mean we all process things differently right but um I guess having been through a bunch of challenging things um has um nurtured like a, an empathy um and somehow people seem to respond to that and so what I am most proud of now is my ability to connect with people and connect people together and I've like I've always been an extrovert so that's like I always like I I totally recharge in the company and energy of other people um and Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I'm really proud of what. So, 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 first of all, obviously, having a lifetime on the stage has meant that I'm really comfortable in front of crowds. And mm-hmm. um, for some people who sing to, to go to public speaking is quite di- difficult, but it was never a problem for me. I've always been really comfortable public speaking. And 
So now that I do that regularly, like it sort of dawned on me a few years ago that that was something that um, most people like just absolutely would rather do anything else than, than speak in public. And so it kind of dawned on me that I should be this thing that was just like the easiest, most natural, um, comfortable thing in the world for me to do, that I should, that other people just dread doing. I was like, I really should be making money out of that. Like, like I feel like I'm a jack of all trades and master of none, right? Like I've got lots of, I've got a degree in French and Italian that I never use. I've got like a management degree that I never use, you know, like all of these things. Mm. But actually, um, actually the special source all the way along was my ability to connect with people and then my ability to tell stories. And like, you can't do a degree in that. Like you don't, no. like, you know, like you, you don't, like that's, that's actually what, that's actually my gift or that's that my. Growth and everything yeah. and just that um, the intangible learning experiences that you just can't yeah. get but also your unique qualities that that are unique to you and your life experiences that may not like just because they may not add up on paper or, or whatever it's because you don't have a particular degree or a particular you didn't follow a particular pathway yeah. doesn't mean that you don't have things to offer and so my daughter went we went to the dentist yesterday and the and the dentist recognized me from music theater stuff and sort of made comment to the girls and said oh you know you've got your mum's really clever and talented and funny and you must be so proud and that was it's always really lovely to hear that but at the same time I was she like did an extraction for my daughter she needed three teeth out and then she she said oh you know I could never do that I could never sing and I could never whatever and I was like yeah but look at what the skills that you have that you've just shown my daughter and I could never do that and I need you just as much as you need to be able to go and sit in a theater and enjoy music do you know um, and it's also all important and relevant to yes. each other and yeah. it's yeah. yeah. um and so she may have taken a much more I don't know I can't speak for her but a much more traditional pathway in terms of a career that she I mean she would have been maybe 50 you know in her 50s and she'd been doing it for a long time and um but you know in her eyes she viewed me as being successful and in my eyes I view her as being successful and yeah. yeah I think it's like something so important there is a lot of us tend to feel that one other thing's more successful than the other um, yeah and like adopt the measuring up it's, it's not yeah it's not the case and as we move along as a society we need to stop that <laughs> we need yeah to well it all comes down happy. to that path that pathway and that and that um, sort of set of expectations we're given from the day we're born yeah. about the way our lives will probably should look you know and you go through school you go to university you might travel you'll meet someone you'll get married you'll have a baby you buy a house you'll yeah. have a career and blah, 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 that and it's like oh. I mean I think we are moving away from from that slowly but surely I certainly have no expectation of my daughters that their life will look anything necessarily like that. Um, and 
the way we, I mean, we're always, we're always going to need healthcare workers and, and tradespeople. And, and, and I have, there's so much respect. I have so much respect for people who do those jobs and, and we, we need them and they're amazing. Yeah. Um, but there are different types of, there's a whole new world of possibilities out there in terms of self-employment and contracting and stuff these days that exist that never existed previously. So that's really exciting because it, um, that means that people are far more, people who want to are far more likely to be able to lean into their, their passions and their natural skill set. Definitely. And I think that's one of the things that's really exciting in a way where um, a lot of people, because um, I know back at school, we're given, we're based off what we're good at, not necessarily what we were um, absolutely 100% interested in or yeah. know and yeah. Just, yeah and then there was a lack of like okay if you don't know have a crack at this this is what's probably going to make you the most money but on, yeah yeah and I think that's where um I hope that a lot of our young people today are not facing that because I guess that's where I'm adding on there for you like from my side of it as well is that's one of the things that I would say to my younger self is most of that is a bit irrelevant especially when you don't know who you are at that yeah. point which I think kind of goes for most of us just important just to try things rather than mm. just because you're good at that doesn't mean yeah. that it's fixed yeah totally I mean because a working you know you work a lot of hours a week <laughs> yeah yeah, we work more than uh, more than the other things we do. So you want to be, yeah, if you can be fulfilled and happy. And I think um, just in terms of wealth and stuff as well, like there are many ways to measure success and happiness. And um, mm-hmm. you know, you don't, you don't. What we all sort of probably realise, and one of the things we realise in lockdown is that you don't need a lot to just sort of get by as well. Um, yeah and yeah mm. and it's a small things as well and I mm. would also like to use a space to also acknowledge the people that also didn't have that opportunity as well but it can also be uh, a great time like the time actually also it's hard because it's like I also know because I feel with my values I don't want to like fully uh, acknowledge that lockdown was great uh, because I know for mm. other people it's the exact it was opposite. Really difficult. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, yeah. But it's like, I guess, um, from my experience and some other people's experience, not everybody's. It's about sort of uh, where it did promote that sort of that's what is a need or a want sort of thing, yeah. and also just uh, appreciating the little things. Mm. Um, and again, I do feel a little bit like. I had the privilege to appreciate the little things, yeah, but other people. But yeah, there's just that yes. thought there. But yeah, absolutely. And yeah, in, in this whole conversation, it's important to acknowledge that um, the idea of changing careers or you know whatever is not always an option for everybody. You know, at, yeah, yeah. So we we are all on a spectrum of liberty as well. I think. Yeah. But I think also, like, it's just such a great thing for a lot of our young people because a lot of us tend to get into that rut from a young age. And um, I think 
while we some of us have that opportunity but also to pull on that opportunity with other people in our community as yeah. that increases um to pull on those networks to ask for help uh, don't yeah. shy away um because while you have those tools potentially there some may be harder to find um compared to other other communities but as a young person it's just so important to try and ask the help not sh- like shy away from that yeah the asking for help thing is really really interesting because you sort of like we perceive asking for help as a sign of weakness but I remember wrapping my head around the fact that actually asking for help was a sign of like recognizing your worth definitely you know and um and particularly if people are offering help it's always like well they wouldn't offer like it's usually genuine you know definitely yeah yeah because then that's also something so useful to recognizing um sort of stuff when things are not serving you anymore as well because yeah, I think yeah. something is just so relevant to us as people today um mm-hmm. and it can be the small things it doesn't necessarily have to be the bigger components of our life as well it's about even yeah. those things that add up small or the small things that add up to the bigger yeah mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. and even mm-hmm. just some of those elements where you might not have the position to change the bigger thing. You might have the ability to look at the, the smaller things. But also, I guess I have that mentality that to a degree, when the more younger we are, the more we can actually um, sort of look at that as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I mean, the younger that we are, I'm sort of referring to us as like youth, uh, sort of under 18 or 18, just around there. Um, and I think also it can be relevant to a lot of us who are studying degrees as well. Yeah. Where it's not serving us. And if we have the opportunity to change that, yeah. Do it. Um, because it's like yeah. a lot of us, yeah, there's that sort of thing there. Um and yeah, I guess and then I sorry. No, it's all good. You carry on. I'm, just, I'm oh. rambling now, but <laughs> I was just gonna say, and all of that is like with a healthy dose of um like tenacity as well like like recognizing that sometimes you do have to push through things when things are tough and um you know it's there is um benefit to be had from sticking with things sometimes too but but you know like if you're in tune enough you know you'll read the signs will come flooding in I think that's also such an important thing as well is that when you're weighing those, um, I guess that's more traditional sort of thing, like weighing the pros and cons um, sort of thing and just assessing that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then also even just sticking with it. Yeah. And and that comes back to the idea that there are no bad decisions. So if something isn't serving you and you do choose to stick with it for a time, that if that's the decision that you make, then you make the best of that decision. And there will come a point in time where it literally becomes impossible for you to keep doing it because something will happen yeah. that that create like creates the move away for you without you even having to try. That's something else I find interesting. But yeah, 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 it is definitely because it's actually <sighs> really funny how that sort of sort of. Um, so from a previous show um, on The Younger Me, um, there was one of the other guests who talked about um, that he had multiple opportunities and he didn't take them. 
Um, oh, I was, that was one, something I was going to say today uh, about take the opportunities, take the opportunity. And that comes down to the imperfect action thing too, because I feel like I probably turned down the best job offer I ever had because I got ca- all caught up in the what ifs. Yeah. And um, yeah, like how ridiculous I should have, I was being offered the job. So they obviously thought, that I could do it and I should have just taken it and then worked out the rest. Definitely. As I went along. Yeah, yeah, definitely just take take opportunities. It is hard to I know that I think is it Brené Brown who talks about like when she yeah. Or is it her or is it Glennon Doyle, I think, when she's really struggling to make a decision about something. Yeah. She does this thing where she goes like it literally goes into her wardrobe and like shuts the doors and will go in there and do like 10 minutes a day in the total dark and quiet until the decision or the answer comes to her. I'm pretty sure it's Glennon Doyle from her book wow. Untamed. Yeah, it's <laughs> I've never done it, but um I do I do find that the answer generally does tend to reveal itself yeah. in time. And I've been with just what we've been going through this this last eighteen months. I've just had to learn so it's been so difficult to learn, but just to actually um, just to let go and let it happen and unfold without taking action and making things happen. Yeah, in a certain way, um, that's been really hard to do. Just to let it unfold and try not to interfere yeah you know like we have a tendency to want to do because we overthink and yeah yeah definitely oh so good tell my younger self I would also tell my younger self to um not have children with the first person that comes along that makes yeah like who you have children with is really important (laughs) and you have to be really honest with yourself about the type of person that person is when they don't have children Mm. and understand that when you add children to the mix whatever type of person they are is not going to change and so but who they are before children will tell you everything you need to know about what it will be like to have children with that person and I would also tell my younger self not to spend all my money on drinking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. And clothes and travel. Like maybe try and squirrel some aside as hard as it is um, to do that at times. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just trying to think of what I say. I just I'm definitely leaning into your female friendships. Yeah, it is like they are the greatest gift. Is it for from a for a woman? Your those your female friends. They are they will see you through everything, and they will always be there, always without judgment, always with empathy and the ability to walk in your shoes and know how you're feeling. And Definitely. Like, honestly, they're the my female friendships are the great the greatest loves of my life because. And also not and also um the idea of finding the one 
who will meet all of your needs um, is ludicrous. And so not having all your eggs in the one basket in terms of what your needs are from a relationship, um, yeah. I think that's really important for a young person as well because you can have your needs met from multiple different areas of your life. And people. Yeah, and I think it's something that's so healthy. What you get from your female friendships yeah you're not likely to get from your partner like it's, definitely it shouldn't or maybe maybe you do to a to a point or maybe you do completely i don't know but somebody goes do, back to the too many not, eggs in one basket though as well yeah like, yeah yeah giving yeah. yourself that time away <laughs> and yeah. also having that form of like independence as well yes. to a degree as absolutely. well absolutely yeah absolutely. and and no one Never, ever, ever, anyone, you should never, ever let anybody dampen your light. Like if there's anybody in your life who finds you too loud, too ambitious, too um, too rowdy, too funny, too social, too quiet, too whatever, then just don't, but you just don't, just don't let those people into your life. Like you absolutely, 100% were born on this earth in the same way that they were and you have the right to totally be who you are and you should just be loved and valued and appreciated for all of those things and screw all the ideas of what men and women or should should or shouldn't be like just be yourself really truly it's it's so cliche but it is just absolutely it's so true the thing, the thing. yeah 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 you can you can manage anything any situation as long as you're honest and polite yeah. and so you should never apologize for setting your own boundaries and all those things it's just how you do it yeah definitely <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> thank you <laughs> I feel like that was totally random it's, like, it's oh. so good though I think it's like that's the great thing about these shows is it's just so randomly awesome yeah good I'm glad well thank you so much for that um, thank you for asking me to to come on it's fun I have the, I love talking about this stuff I'm all about empowering women empowering people to it's truly fine it's truly an honor to have you here like on the show yeah. it's absolutely awesome. thank you cool awesome and Hey guys, I hope you've really enjoyed this interview and really delved into that. And I know that throughout the show, we haven't had any breaks with music really. So um, feel free to just pause. Everything will come back to it and sort of unpack it over multiple views. I'm happy, like, honestly, just do it if you guys can. Um, so it's been pretty entertaining. Um I've got um, a beautiful little kitty cat uh, just chilling right next to me. It feels really weird not being in studio. And um, she's been meowing in the background uh, while I've been sort of like recording this. So <laughs> maybe there's like a cat you might be able to hear in the background. I don't know. But, yeah, um, so I think this is – I've got a lot of key takeaways from this, uh, particularly around definitely the knowing when to let go of something when it no longer serves you. and. Uh, for me, I like continuously persist, even if it might not be doing the best for me, even after having a proper go. Um, 
So really interesting takeaways for me on that one. And I hope you guys uh, feel the same to a degree. But hey, it'll be in many different ways. So you guys stay safe and you guys have a great week and just keep being you. And I will join you guys in a fortnight. Also, um, just doing one thing before we finish the show. Um, So we also have an Instagram page as well. So that is Dear Younger Me NZ. All right. So Dear Younger Me NZ. That's all you need to put through Instagram and you'll find us sitting on there. I'm currently working on, I guess this is my little challenge to me, is working on getting a lot more content up on that um, to have that next to the show. So we'll see how that goes, because I know for me, I am juggling my masters on top of two jobs. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, so I guess me, I could just, yeah, so with that, so check it out, Instagram, dyoungmenz, and if you're to follow, or even just regularly check back, some content that might appear on there out more of the Younger Me shows and also past ones as well and also some other great content that sort of aligns with the goal of what the Younger Me is trying to achieve. Awesome. Thank you guys. You have been listening to Dear Younger Me on ORFM Dunedin's Youth Zone. Join us for our next episode in two weeks and every second Tuesday from 4pm. You can find podcasts of this show from oar.org.nz or download the Youth Zone app yznz.app
Salutations, Pluto and Scorpio generation. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.